We are listening to Art Smitten here on Sin Nation with Lauren and Adalia, our musical extraordinaire, has just joined us in the studio. Welcome, Adalia. Oh, thanks, Lauren. Uh, we'll see how I go. We'll see how you go. I have every confidence that this review is going to blow your mind. Oh, God, this is a lot of pressure. I've never faced this before. Yeah, okay. Well, on the 4th of May, I had the pleasure of attending the Tin Alley String Quartet's first program of the year, Through Nature to Eternity, at the Melbourne Recital Centre. The performance was both non-traditional and accessible in really interesting ways, the most obvious of which probably being the vocals of Israeli-Australian multi-genre singer-songwriter Lior, which was featured in the second half of the program. I had not attended a Tinelli String Quartet concert before and had not been particularly an avid listener of Lior, but the collaboration and diversity of the program they presented immediately piqued my interest. There are quite a lot of attempts within the classical music world to bring more interest from young people by putting together less traditional concerts. However, usually this is done in the form of pop culture programs or those sort of free picnic-style concerts that they run at the Sydney Maya Music Bowl. Whilst I don't doubt the enjoyment audience get from these performances or think they have low artistic value, indeed I've attended particularly the Sydney Maya ones myself and had a really nice time, I would question their efficacy in bringing new audiences to future performances of other works in more normal venues. Three Nature to Eternity was an exception to this traditional approach to non-traditional programming. The first half featured an incredible performance of the Ravel String Quartet, um, the second movement of which you may recognise from the soundtrack to Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom, if you've seen that. The second half of the performance, we were informed, was a created musical narrative, curated, sorry, around life cycles, and thus we were instructed not to clap between pieces, as these were all linked together. The narrative began with young Australian composer Ardo Vincent's song Cycle, which was written in collaboration with Lior, Hours I Have Never Known, set to poetry of Dylan Tomich and the lesser known but no less resonant Hazel Hall. Lior then left the stage whilst the quartet performed three of the Dvorak Cypresses before returning briefly to perform an original, My Grandfather, which was followed by the Adagio from the Barber String Quartet. The concert finished with a beautiful Nigel Westlake composition in collaboration with Lior again, Sim Shalom, meaning Grant Peace. Nigel Westlake you also may recognise from a soundtrack. He did the soundtrack to Babe. He's a great composer. For really? Lots of How cool! Yeah, he's really fun and he's like very experiments with lots of different types of classical music. He's really cool in that way. He does lots of sort of more serious stuff. And then the soundtrack to Babe, which is an incredible soundtrack. Everybody go back and listen to the soundtrack to Babe. It's it's real good. With this review in mind. (laughs) Anyway, each individual performance in the second half was stunning, but often in very different ways, and sometimes these differences felt jarring, particularly given the instructions not to clap until the end. However, I don't necessarily think this was a failing of the performers or the program. Without getting too technical, an idea in musicology that I find really interesting is the way in which how we sort of hear music changes over time. For example, most people now, you listen to Mozart and you're like, yeah, this is pretty Mozarty. But at the time, there are all these references to like Turkish attempts at invasion and church music and class that now we totally miss unless we read treatises from the time that explain them to us because we're in a very different cultural context. I mean, even to take an example straight from this program, the Ravel String Quartet, which was featured in the first half, was largely considered a failure at the time it was written. Even Ravel's mentor, who had stood by him after his expulsion from the Paris Conservatoire, felt it was a bit wishy-washy, but now it's generally recognised as an incredibly accomplished and well-loved example of Impressionism. This probably seems like a really boring side note, but I think sometimes when we hear things that we find a bit jarring, it's easy to say, oh, that's because it's pretty bad. 
But actually, it's sometimes because it's not something we're really used to hearing. For some people, the barber, for example, was the highlight of the performance and Lior's song about his grandfather seemed a bit light in comparison. However, for some I spoke to that were less entrenched in the classical music world, the barber was the piece that was the hardest to connect to and Lior's contributions really worked for them. I really enjoyed the concert itself. The Tinelli String Quartet are unquestionably incredibly talented chamber musicians and I would recommend seeing them if you have the chance. I think they have a concert later in the year featuring the actor John Bell. Um, I'm not quite sure what he's doing there, but I'm really excited. John Bell from Bell Shakespeare Company? I believe so. My goodness, what, a, what an interesting Maybe I've totally misread this and I'm just like spreading like, guys, John Bell, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a really interesting collaboration in there. They do lots of cool stuff like that. And Lior also just is a great vocalist, writes really good songs and um, has also collaborated with Nigel Westlake in the past. However, I also really just left this performance feeling excited about other concerts in the future exploring this type of programming as well. This isn't a world first. Lior has, as I said, collaborated with Nigel Westlake in the past and um, even just a couple of weeks ago, the Brodsky Quartet performed with Katie Noonan um, to some acclaim. However, this was my personal first experience of what is still a novel style of programming. Unlike many other explicit attempts, this concert felt like something that could successfully introduce new audiences to repertoire they wouldn't normally go and see. So I thought that was really interesting. That is really interesting. And I think your point earlier about, I guess, the audience members who were more in tune with classical music were unable to connect as strongly with supposedly the popular piece. Yeah. Uh, so it really just goes to show that music is is subjective, and it, it's but it's so personal at the same time. Yeah, well, it's definitely the sort of emotions that you're used to keying into I think classical audiences are often used to keying into like Barber and so you know like for example I really love the Britain Violin Concerto and there's this moment in the condenser of the second movement where I like cry every time I listen to it but like you know I play that for my boyfriend and he would be like oh it's a cool piece of music but there's other music that you know he would listen to where I'm like this is just noise and he's like it's like icebergs moving it's really powerful and it's like no I I can't connect to that (laughs) icebergs moving I mean I guess everyone connects to something yeah but it's like yeah we all sort of have our own cultural context and I think sometimes yeah I saw some reviews of this concert where they were like oh it felt arbitrary and Lior's piece was like pretty pale in comparison to Barber and I was just like not to single you out unnamed publication but that's a (laughs) silly thing to say oh goodness Uh, failure to recognize different different genres and different different tastes I guess yeah well Adalia thank you so much for coming in oh, and yeah, we will fine. definitely keep our eyes peeled for the Tinelli quintet string quartet string quartet <laughs> oh I was so close <laughs> all right well thank you so much for for reviewing oh, uh, that no for worries. us uh, you were listening to Art Smitten on Sin Nation with Lauren <laughs> 